According to an ESPN analyst, the entire NBA is interested in making a trade for OG and Anobi, and we got some insight in terms of what a potential return may look like, and it's pretty lucrative, so we'll dive into that as well. It's apparently, the New York Knicks have already made an offer for OG this season, so we'll discuss what's going on on that front, as well as what other NBA analysts have already said about the Toronto Raptors current losing streak because the Raptors are currently the main talking point in the NBA news media right now in terms of potential moves being made so we have a lot of stuff to dive into so without further ado let's jump straight into it and the first thing we're taking a look at is the entire league wanting to make a trade for OG and Anobi now this is a uh, it makes sense the Toronto Raptors have been in talking points and it's only gotten worse and worse and worse in terms of being a team that could potentially blow up their roster and if not make at least some moves to adjust what's happening because right now things are not looking too hot for Toronto we've lost uh eight of our last ten we're on a six game losing streak and there's a history of the Toronto Raptors you know not wanting to stay in these positions we'll dive into that later in the video but we got some interesting insight from an ESPN analyst Zach Lowe who is a big fan of the Toronto Raptors, especially OG Ananobi, in terms of uh, what one of our main centerpieces in a potential trade package, what value he could have on the open market. As it's come out that the entire NBA, the entire league, wants OG Ananobi. Everybody wants him. And if he does get traded, the price and picks are going to surprise people because it might be on par with almost what the Cleveland Cavaliers had to give up for Donovan Mitchell. Now, this is a wild report. This is pretty... Pretty pretty insane to look at because this summer there were OG Ananobi trade rumors going on. And, you know, he had a couple of not down seasons, but seasons where OG Ananobi's 25 years old right now, where he didn't take the expected leaps that a lot of Raptor fans and just people across the NBA were sort of expecting him to take. Likely due mainly due to injuries over the course of those two seasons. He had incremental jumps, but this year he really took a massive step forward. And while the rumors and all that stuff were popping up over the offseason, and we heard some potential asking prices for trades over the summer. I mean, there's a big one going on with the Portland Trailblazers that a lot of people in our comment section wanted to see go down. They wanted to see be made happen. And uh, I, got to, I got a report that come up here, and you can look at previous videos we made over the summer. But uh, in talks between the Blazers and the Toronto Raptors, the Toronto Raptors were asking for the current, uh, this most recent season's number seven pick, which would have been Shaden Sharp, a future first round pick, as well as Josh Hart or Nasir Little in the deal. So that was a deal that I came out on YouTube and said, I didn't want to see happen. It wasn't enough for OG Anobi. His value is too high, even though I got, I got a lot of heat for that, honestly, in our comment sections. Not everyone agreed or not everyone went at me for it. There was a little bit of a split, but a lot of people said, Asking price for OG Ananobi is pretty high this offseason, but now we're talking about Zach Lowe saying a return for that Donovan Mitchell netted for the Utah Jazz, what the Cleveland Cavaliers had to give up. I mean, they gave up three unprotected first-round picks. Unprotected, no limits on it, and people didn't know how the Cleveland Cavaliers would perform or anything like that. And they also gave up Laurie Markkinen, who his value wasn't as high as it is right now. Laurie Markkinen's having an insane season for the Utah Jazz, but a really, really solid starting caliber upper echelon starter in the NBA. That's what his value was sort of worth this offseason, as well as a prospect in uh, Colin Sexton, who 
Hasn't had everything work out for him, but definitely has a lot of value on the trade market. Maybe not as much as the Cavs were hoping, but, you know, is a solid, solid NBA player, as well as a young rookie prospect. So three first-round picks, a rookie prospect, and two legitimate starting caliber NBA players. That's what Donovan Mitchell netted for the Cleveland Cavaliers, or for the Utah Jazz, and if OG Ananobi's in that stratosphere, in that realm of in terms of a potential package, that's going to blow any of the rumors, any of the offers we heard over the summer out of the water. And it makes sense, right? You look at OG Ananobi's stats. He's been remarkable this season, averaging 19 points per game, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 2.5 steals, absolutely clamping up every single player he's matched up against with the season. You know, shooting 47% from the field, which is remarkably efficient given what he's asked to do. And the entire Raptors' three-point shooting stats have been down this season. He's traditionally a 40% three-point shooter, down to the low 30s right now at this point. But that's going to get you some serious value on the open market. And we've already seen teams make some offers. And uh, the first team, well, the, the first team we've really heard reported and stuff is the New York Knicks have reached out about a potential OG and an OB deal. Now, there's also kind of rumors about this early on before the season started this year but the Knicks have been intrigued about potentially acquiring OG and Anobi and you know Zach Lowe sort of linked the potential return to what Donovan Mitchell was uh was asking price was for him with the, from the Cleveland Cavaliers but the Knicks were also a team that was really tr desperately trying to acquire Donovan Mitchell and one player that they consistently threw in those packages was RJ Barrett and they had potential packages with RJ Barrett being offered along with a multitude of first round picks and i'll break down the report before i dive into any potential trade packages but internally the knicks were well aware of things that were that were teetering according to uh ian begley of sn tv sny tv but uh before this most recent winning streak something from uh someone from the club reached out to the toronto raptors to ask about trading for og and anobi that's a trade that would have come at a significant cost it's not a move you make unless you know you have to shake up your roster. So, you know, the New York Knicks, they're a squad that are interested in making a deal. They've already made an offer for OG Ananobi this season. And as the season's gone along, as the asking prices increase, if we're if Zach Lowe is correct, if he is coming true about saying that, you know, OG Ananobi's open market trade value is at the level of where Donovan Mitchell's was this offseason, then that we could get a serious haul in return from the New York Knicks. Now, the one player that will likely come back who might not excite a lot of Toronto Raptors fans, at least at this point, is RJ Barrett. Now, he's a guy that was really strong. You ask any New York Knicks fan, you know, how RJ Barrett was doing last season, and he was on a really strong growth trajectory. But right now, the inefficiencies have sort of come into play. And while he's still young, while he's still an encouraging player, he's on a big contract and he plays defense, but his offense has really struggled now at this point. I mean, you're looking at his stats for this season, right? RJ Barrett's averaging still 19 points, six rebounds, two assists, but 30% from behind the three-point line, and the field goal percentage is only at 41%. You know, he gets not getting the steals or blocks close to what uh, OG's getting in 2.4 turnovers. Not that elite, but the Toronto Raptors are going in that youth movement direction. They're still... A mo there's still insane potential from rj barrett coming into this raptors team and he's a high draft pick you know a top three pick in a draft a couple seasons ago a few seasons ago and you know coming into a raptors development staff still as a young player as a canadian could be an interesting interesting fit so you know if the new york knicks are looking to make a deal they're looking to make a make an offer and it's at the level of a donovan mitchell potential trade package 
right? RJ Barrett could be coming in the way of the Toronto Raptors if we do make a deal with the Knicks, along with some first-round picks. Now, I don't know how Knicks fans will feel about that because obviously OG Ananobi doesn't have the sort of name power as a as a Donovan Mitchell on the open market, but definitely uh, something to look out for. And I imagine all the rumors are only going to pick up in coming weeks. So uh, definitely stay tuned the Raptors Digest for that. But the next thing we're taking a look at is uh, history shows that a move is likely coming for the Toronto Raptors. Now, the Raptors are in a weird position right now. I've mentioned multiple times in this podcast, we've lost six straight and... You know, eight of the last ten. Things are looking ugly now, right now. We're clo- not closing games. And we had a little Raptors therapy session last night, right? We were uh, discussing the post game about, you know, do we blow it up? Do we tank? And I'm still on team. Let's not blow it up. Let's not make any wild, wild trades. But that could change if things continue to go worse, things continue to go bad. And we're just really not in a position to even make a little run in the playoffs. It's only December, but nothing drastic has to happen. But I've also made the prediction that I do think a trade will end up going down, right? Uh, I've locked it in. I've booked it. You can see my two main predictions right now. More of these will be coming in uh, coming podcasts once we figure out what's going on with the Toronto Raptors. But my first prediction is looking pretty bad. But my second one is a uh, trade will, will be made come the trade deadline. And you know, I've locked this one and I booked it. And if you guys want to book in any uh, predictions you're making this season, whether it be futures about a uh, potential trade surrounding the NBA, right? Which we're going to make custom for you guys, what you guys are interested in using the cool bet app. You want to predict on any games, you know, make some money on uh, predicting whether it be Raptors games, NBA games, or games of any other sports, definitely use the cool bet app. The link is down in the description below. It helps out the podcast. It's free to sign up and you can see the odds, get the best odds for, uh, you know, their sports book regulated in Ontario, across Canada, and you can make your best sports predictions using the cool bet app. So definitely check that down below. And it seems like a safe bet that the Toronto Raptors could be making a trade right now as Blake Murphy gave some interesting insight to the last time the Toronto Raptors had a five game losing streak and uh, during the Masai Ujiri era. And it's not quite unprecedented, but basically we had a couple of them during the Tampa tank season. And you know we ended up tanking, blowing up the, we're just sitting guys, you know, Masai Ujiri had that infamous quote where he's saying, play in for what? We're not trying to be a mid-level team. We end up acquiring Scotty Burns. So that's one direction we went the last time we had a five-game win streak. We're current, or we're losing win streak, losing streak, sorry. And uh, that losing streak is currently up to six right now. And then uh, the next time was uh, during uh, the season where we end up making an Ibaka as well as a PJ Tucker trade immediately after the losing streak was occurring. So the Raptors were losing some games. We ended up sending away Terrence Ross to the Orlando Magic in return for Serge Ibaka. And then the day of the trade deadline, a couple days later, we uh, sent out a couple second round picks as well as Jared Solinger for PJ Tucker. So that's uh, that's the deal that ended up going down uh, following another losing streak we had. Then... Uh, <laughs> Then we had a losing streak prior to the Wizards sweep. And then after that losing streak, we sent away Gravis Vasquez in return for Norman Powell and OG Ananobi, or the picks that became those players, and let Lou Williams walk. We really shook up the roster that offseason. And then the final thing is, uh, you know, we had a five-game losing streak, and then we made the Rudy Gay trade immediately after, right? So we sent Rudy Gay straight to Sacramento in return for Gravis Vasquez, Patrick Patterson, John Salmons, and Chuck Hayes. So... Following losing streaks, there's usually uh, shakeups happening in the roster. Masai Ujiri's not someone to sit lightly with just ugly Toronto Raptors basketball. So let me know what you guys think. Do you guys agree with my uh, my prediction? Not my first one, because I don't think anyone's going to agree with my top three seed take right now. But uh, 
you know, a trade will trade will be made come the NBA trade deadline. Let me know in the comment section below. But the, the next thing we're taking a look at is uh, rival executives are eyeing Raptors trade availability. And these are just quick ones, quick updates surrounding the league because I just want to cover everything that's going on in potential trade scenarios around uh, around this Toronto Raptors team. We're covering everything on the Raptors Digest. But Jake Fisher's come out and said that the Toronto Raptors team rivals are looking at uh, things aren't obviously going smoothly. I had someone in the New York Knicks recently, uh, organization recently telling me that we should have gone after Fred Van Vliet the year we didn't. And I've been struck by how many people from other teams are looking at the Raptors and saying that. So, you know, I pulled that from Reddit, but uh, it's a quote from Jake Fisher. So Jake Fisher, obviously is a guy that's not reporting on, he's not Woj or anything like that. He doesn't report on things as they've officially happened but he has a lot of ears and a lot of front offices and he's hearing that a lot of rival executives have had their eyes on toronto raptors uh players you know and what the toronto raptors are doing so we're going to be a main piece and it's encouraging because the raptors have been losing and sometimes when your team sucks right you uh get into the position where you're like hey we can't get off of any of these dudes so uh you know, it's nice that other uh, front offices are looking at potentially making trades with us. And the final thing that we're taking a look at is a ringer analyst puts the Raptors, labels the Raptors as a team that's in blow-up territory. So this has come from Kevin O'Connor, who's a pretty insightful guy over at the ringer. They make good content over there. But he's essentially said that, uh, you know, the Raptors are in blow-up territory. There's 13 and 17. They're 13 and 18 right now. They've lost six straight. Their team looks broken, which is very true. There's no realistic path to contention, not at least this season. We're uh, only 3.5 games from the bottom four, which would uh, get us a very high potential at uh, landing Victor Webb and Yama. Veterans look uh, like they could get a haul for, and they have young talent to build around, making it more uh, more of a real re retool rather than a long rebuild. So Kevin O'Connor put out a long list of why the Ra Toronto Raptors could potentially blow up their roster. We'll see what ends up happening, but let me know what you guys think about all this Toronto Raptors news. Do you want to see an OG and an OB trade end up going down? Do you think the Raptors will end up making more minor deals? Let me know in the comment section below. You guys are the best for making this far. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You guys are the best. I'm signing out. Cheers.